a Everyone's in the United States edition of the Media Boat podcast. Also, Alex is here. Also, Alex is here for the first time in like a month or two. Uh, but yeah, so uh, welcome back, Mike, uh, from across the pond. Uh, last week we did a Skype show. I don't know how that ended up. You didn't listen to it? I did not. So you're just like everyone else I say. When <laughs> they ask me, oh, what are you playing? Well, if you were listening to my podcast. <laughs> hey, I live it. <laughs> I live it. I don't need to listen to it. I know because I was there. I told Mark that like five times, different times and over the he, course of the eh, He doesn't care. It's not for him. He would, he'd be lost with most of the conversations that we have. Yes. He would have no idea what we're talking about. Let's be real. For the most part. For the most part. Some of the things he'd know. Well, uh, he didn't know who won the best picture this past year. Oh. Spotlight. Yes. Which I called. Still yes. very proud of myself for that. You called that, yes. Beat the odds um, on that one. Yeah, uh, I only mentioned that because it's coming, coming to Netflix. Netflix. Yes, I know. Yes. But we'll get there when we talk about television, right? Yes. So I think I have that under television. First, let's talk about filmed entertainment. And box office. And box office, which was kind of a surprise. Not really. I, I was surprised. I'm not I believe su- a few weeks ago when we predicted this, we predicted this incorrectly. I believe we said that... Uh, we said Civil War Civil was going was to continue run the gamut. for a third week. Yes. It did not. But only slight, yeah. barely. So, so what beat it? Angry Birds. Jason Sudeikis. Yes. Beat Congratulations, Jacob Sudeikis, on making $38 million. Jacob Sudeikis. Chicken Sudeikis. Chicken Sudeikis. Chicken Sudeikis sounds pretty good. What would that have on it? Paprika. An egg. You know, because Angry Birds. Yes. Just have an egg on it. Paprika Chicken Sudeikis. a little bit of uh, black pepper. Sounds great. That sounds pretty good, I actually. Want, <laughs> let's make it Chicken Sudeikis. We have eggs in there. I don't know how good they are, but... Oh, yeah, I used a, a bag of pasta. Oh, that's fine. Like the, the corkscrew? That's fine. I'll be using the fettuccine tonight. Yes! I was make, hoping oh, you would. Sorry, I'm making chicken fettuccine. Yes! All also, right. at some point, Kristen's going to come and interrupt our podcast. Uh, that's fine. Yes, that's I fine. I don't think it'll be that long. I haven't looked at the notes. Oh, it's pretty long. Of course it is. It's long, but it's a lot of uh, who's who. All right, well, so, who's in the box office besides Miss... Uh, oh, how much Angry Birds make? $38 million. $38 million's not that big. No, it is not. Considering Civil War, with a 54% drop, still made $32 million. Yeah. It's only a $6 million difference. Okay. And... It doesn't matter anyways, because X-Men's going to beat it this weekend. Yes. There's no way X-Men's <laughs> going to go under no. 15 million. No way. Not happening. <laughs> now, will X-Men go over 100? Uh, no. Opening weekend? No. No? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to... I'm taking the under on this one. Because I am not confident in X-Men as a brand. Uh, you might be right. I, I haven't looked it up yet. I but. think Civil War, uh, Captain America, that the, the that Marvel stuff still has cachet. I think the last time somebody cared about an X-Men movie was X-Men 2. I know that First Class did okay, and I know Days of Future Past Days of Future okay. Past was probably more hyped up because of the return yeah. of Brian Singer. That's true, but then again... X-Men has a problem with third entries. Yes. Um, they seem to go super big yeah. and super loud, and this is no exception. It seems like all the the, all the the buzz I've heard on this one, all the trailers I've seen have implied that this is just the last stand over again, and I'm, sh- I'm scared. That's I'm what it very seems scared. like. It's Brian Singer's The Last Stand, not Brett Ratner's The yeah. Last Stand. Ugh, Brian, ugh, Brett Ratner. 
was not talking about Brett Reiner. Okay, uh, back to the box office. Right. Is there anything else um, to address? The only reason I bring it up is because X-Men Days of Futures Past yeah. opened uh, to a 90 million. Oh, so right under 100. Yes. I'm standing firm with my 100. Uh, under 100, then. Under 100? So you, you, uh, I guess that means you take the over. I'll take the over. Then. I mean, there, there's a chance you could you could win here because it is Memorial Day weekend. That's People the only do reason. See movies. That's on the Memorial only reason I'm taking the over is because we yeah. get the extra day. You do get the extra. I day. I get the extra day. It'll count you for the extra people, day. You get people off of work. You get people in kind of let's go do something mode. Right. You get in holiday mode, which However, is usually good for movies. I am cautious on the 100 uh-huh. because also opening this weekend is Alice in Wonderland. I don't think that'll do well. Really? I know Disney's on a hot streak right now. But Alice in Wonderland over X-Men? No. Well. Solid number two. Okay. Well, speaking of Disney on a hot streak. Yes. Congratulations to <laughs> Civil War. Yes. You're the first movie of this year to cost the one billion mark. Woo. In the worldwide box office. That also puts Disney having three movies in the top five yeah. of uh, grossing this year so far. Yeah, no, Disney's killing it in 2016. Name those three movies. It's uh, Zootopia, yep. it's Civil War, yep. and it's Jungle Book? Correct. Yep. Name the other two in the top five. Ah, God. The other two big movies. Ah. Uh, I'll give you a hint. They're Deadpool both comic books. and both Batman com- Superman. Yep. That's it. That's your five? That's your five. Okay. That's your top five so That makes far. sense, actually. Tit poles. Yep. Temples everywhere. Temples. It's a giant tent. However, <laughs> uh, in domestic box office, only six movies. Several tents, because tents only have one temple. Yes. Anyways. <laughs> so those are your top five uh, yes. worldwide. Yes. Uh, domestic, however, only one, only six movies have crossed the 100 million mark. Okay. Uh, comic books, obviously. Mm-hmm. Disney, obviously. Yep. Um, I can't remember what the other ones were. Uh, not off the top of my head. <laughs> not important, but, anyways. Uh, sorry, Alex, but Deadpool will no longer be the number one movie uh, domestic grossing after this next weekend. Yeah. It's actually only $10 million behind Deadpool right now. So hmm. this following weekend, it's going to pass it. Yep. Alex says it's number one in her heart. It's going to be number two for a while, though. Because hey. uh, Star Wars is going to come out Yeah, this ro- year. R- Rogue, Rogue One. One, Rouge One, Rouge One, <laughs> yep. Rouge One. I call it Rouge One. <laughs> uh, later this year, but um, for yeah. those, of, yeah, and then that pretty much wraps up uh, May. Cool. Uh, Alice and X Men. All right. Uh, for those of you who will see Alice in Wonderland nope. th- uh, this weekend, <laughs> never. You will get a chance to see the teaser trailer for Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Um. It's okay. Yeah, it's a strict uh, teaser trailer. It seems to a lot of people are watching it on YouTube. Yeah, apparently like most it's viewed uh, thing most right now. viewed over Star Wars in yeah. the 24-hour period. It's fine. I mean, let's be honest. It's Emma Watson. I mean, we'll see. I really, really like the animated Beauty and the Beast. Yes. It's classic. But I don't know. We'll see. It depends on how they do the Beast. Oh, yeah. They haven't even shown that yet. No. The Beast has to be fully animated, I assume. You would assume? You would assume. I mean, after Jungle Book, now I feel like they can get away with that. Yeah. It's like, I feel like technology is caught up to what they want it to be. It's so. not, well, there's two types of technology, though. There's Andy Circus, Planet of the Apes technology. <laughs> yeah. 
There's John Favreau's um, The Jungle Book right. technology. And then there's Pan technology, which I <laughs> mentioned to you was uh, just terrible CGI. Yeah, you don't have to talk about Pan if you don't want to talk about Pan. I don't want to, I, I don't want to talk about it. I want to rip it to pieces. Do you want to pan it? Uh, we don't have to talk about this because it's well, not relevant to the podcast. It's not didn't it's not something that happened this week. No, so let's not I, I happened to catch it on the yes, plane. Right. Along with a bunch of other movies, because I had a 14-hour flight. That's a long flight. All right. I watched all a lot of movies. Let's move on. Okay, let's move on. I mean, move on. Let's move on? No, I mean, by Is that a Freudian slip? Well, because let's get down to business. (laughs) Ah! I get it. All right. All right. So, um, ready, player one. Yeah, that's still a thing. That's a thing. thing. Um, they're having a contest. Okay. Well, slash contest. All right. Um, you can sit because uh, it is set in a dystopian online virtual world. Yeah. Um, Steven Spielberg, along with uh, Talent House Artworks, will allow you to design your very own avatar to appear in the movie. Um, okay. There's a catch, though. Okay. There will be a minimum of five winners. All right. For, for, winning, for your winning design... One, it will appear in the movie. Two, you'll be paid $1,000 for it. Okay. What? But, but that $1,000 will be for all purpose rights to your design. <laughs> so they can use it later? So they can use it later in the promotion and marketing material. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing in the world. Why would you do this? Then, that's only for the top five, minimum. Then there's X number of exponential candidates. Okay. That will be paid two hundred fifty dollars <laughs> for background characters and promotional advertising. This just sounds like they are running this contest so they don't have to hire freelance artists. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> right. That's why I put it in the news. It's like we're gonna spend this money anyways. Might as well make it's, it a contest. It seems like if you're going to hire Steven Spielberg and put, put all your money into the cast and not into the CG. Maybe. And you want people to go see your movie. Like, hey, be in it. Yep. Be in it by us paying you for your entire rights to a design of creation. It's so dumb. Oh, well. You know what people are going to do it, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, look, Mom, I'm on TV. I'm but on the movie screen. How much do you pay for it, though? $250, dollars Bob. $250. Yay. I bought three games. They all suck. <laughs> <laughs> I bought an Ouya. Ouya. <laughs> Speaking of Ouya. Found one. I found Wait, what? I saw an Ouya at the... Um, Seriously? <laughs> yes, at the Goodwill. You're good- oh, at the Goodwill. Well, that makes a lot of sense. I was going to say. I saw it next to a Wii. I thought you were going to tell me you the found Wii was priced you saw an Ouya in Europe, and I was like, that's about right. But no. No, no I saw it at a Goodwill. <laughs> All right. Goodwill it's Salvation also Army. Also about right, really. But anyways. Um. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I want to let you catch your breath here for, for a second, yes. okay? Okay. Are you done laughing? Yes, I I think I've recovered. All right. Uh. (laughs) Okay. Continuing Continuing. um, in uh, movie news. Film. Bidding War has happened. Okay. Those are always the best. I love bidding wars. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when they're international bidding wars. Ooh. 
So this is from writer director Rawson Thurber. Uh, Doesn't sound familiar. Sure. No. You've seen his. You've seen his work. Have I? He is a writer director for Dodgeball and We Are the Millers. Then no, no, I have not seen his work. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Jason Sudeikis. Speaking of Jason Sudeikis. Moving on. What um, is this? What about this dude? So he's teamed up with none other than the com- the comedian himself, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Sure. To bring you a what is only described as Die Hard in China. Okay. Featuring it? featuring the Rock. That's yes. all we know. That's all we know so far. Die Hard in China. Yes. Okay. Die Hard in China. Which Die Hard are we talking about? I assume... Is this a hotel in China? Is this an airport in China? Is this this is Chinese uh, government in China? Chinese. I don't even know what happened to the other two, three movies. <laughs> Wait, no, it's Die Hard. It's Die Hard. Two. Die Harder. Die Harder. Die Hard. Die Hard with a vengeance. Die Hard, Die Harder, Die and then Hardest. It's live free live or free die, die Hard, and then it's A Good Day to Die Hard. Yes. I have not seen A Good Day to Die Hard. I don't think you need to see A Good Day to Die Hard. It's from what I understand, that is true. I thought Live Free or Die Hard was okay. It was just dumb. Yeah. It was a fun dumb. Anyways. Anyways. So this is Die Hard in China. This is di- basically Die Hard in China with The Rock. Okay. It's circling, I'm sold. It's circling a seven-figure deal right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. By the way, seven figures is over a million dollars. Yes. <laughs> yes. Did that. I did, I did the math. Did, you did the math. I did the monster math. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so uh, currently uh, bids are in from Legendary and Universal. Okay. Both are at seven figures. Yeah. Paramount and Sony are both lined up, expected to make bids this weekend. Wow. Uh, supposed to, and then start shooting and be released next year. Because this is centered in China, right, and Chinese box office, right, they will allow it to be, uh, to be in China. Question. Answer. Uh, will China be the bad guys? Yeah, because is that kind of bad form? Because like if they are, then you're not gonna do well in China. Maybe The Rock is an international star. Sure, but if The Rock is beating up on Chinese people the entire movie, then what's the audience for that? In China, I mean. Obviously, here it's whatever. But if he has a, a Chinese sidekick who also beats up Chinese if, people. So you're saying if Dwayne, if it's Dwayne Johnson and uh, Jackie Chan. No. If it's no? Dwayne Johnson and <laughs> Ip Man. Or, no, not what's That guy. That guy. What's his yeah, name? I don't know um, his name. But, yeah, the guy from that movie. <laughs> Jun Jun. Uh, I, I know it. Jun Jane. Jane. Jane Jane's got a gun. <laughs> Janie. <laughs> um, okay, this sounds all right. I I I like the cons. I like the the idea of having more movies that are Die Hard but blank. Well, we we had Die Hard at the White House. Right. We've had Die Hard everywhere, pretty much. Right. I think Die Hard in China is the only. It makes some sense. Yes. God damn! What the hell is his name? I, I'm I don't know. Don't worry about it. Let's just keep going with this right. thing that we're doing right now. This thing. Oh, or hold on. Maybe we should pause wait because doctor's here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's picking it up. We're recording. Are you really recording? 
Yeah, this he is keeps the first going. Podcast like... I've ever listened to. <laughs> <laughs> also first podcast wow! <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back. Do, do, right do, now. Do. Wait. Yes, and I realized that his name is Tony Jaw. Thank you. It took you a break to find out. Yes, but Tony Jaw. <laughs> Tony... If I get the rocket, Tony Jaw. Tony Jaw. Tony Lockjaw. Yep, that'd be good. Uh, okay, so. So, uh, uh, continuing, let's go with um, Star Wars. I mean, not Star Wars, Star Trek. Uh, good pick, so, good uh, a while ago, we talked about the Ans- the Anzar. An- the what? Ansar? The what? Anzar. What's the Anzar? It is the... Um, oh. The uh, move, the self-provided Lil- Kickstarter. Lily changed her name to Valerie. Oh. Valerie. That's huh. nice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's that Kickstarter project um, that the right. one guy uh, created. Yes. But then quit his job, started paying him, and the Paramount sued him. Oh right, that guy. Okay. That that I know whole what you're thing. talking about now. Yes, we talked about this like two months ago when the first lawsuit came out. She's more like a Valerie. That makes sense. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the lawsuit has been dropped. It, it's okay, but why? Is there a catch? There's a catch. Did they try to buy this project? No. Did they buy this project? No. Did they buy the rights to this project to kill it? Does no. Does he have to stop making this project and no. hire him? Nope. He's still making the project. Okay, I give up. What What did they do? Uh, not what, but whom. Who did they do? Uh, who did they all do? the people <laughs> in Paramount did this do? Is that what you're trying to tell no. me? Just all-out orgy happened? So... <laughs> So, uh, word got around that... As it does. As it does, that this lawsuit was in place. Yes. This did not fit, sit well with two huge Star Trek fans. Who? Who are also directors of the Star Trek franchise. Uh... J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. And Justin Lin. okay. So they teamed up, went to Paramount, really? and said, drop the lawsuit. Wow. And they're dropping the lawsuit. That's kind of nuts. Yes. It's, it's crazy that, yeah. one, they have that much power. <laughs> well, but I'm two, not surprised. Um, J.J. frickin' Abrams is directing the biggest entertainment franchise in the world right now that isn't Marvel. No, he's not. Not anymore. He only uh, did the one. That's what I'm saying, though. He, okay, he directed. Yes, directed. Past tense. It's like, I think that if any director has power in 2016, it's him. Not, not James Cameron? Not James Cameron. Screw James Cameron. James Cameron does what James Cameron James does. James Cameron has the money, but James Cameron <laughs> does not have the hearts, minds, or trust of anyone. So, yeah. I feel like J.J. Abrams, yes. regardless of what how you feel about Force In Awakens, J.J. we trust. Does not. By the way, Force Awakens does hold up. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But. Yes, I, I, I don't <laughs> we're not, we're not talk, about, we're not talking talk about, about Chewbacca, Chewbacca Mom, Mom on this podcast. <laughs> because Chewbacca Mom went to Facebook dressed up as Chewbacca Mom. <laughs> That's all I care Chewbacca about. Chewbacca Mom. Yes. I don't, I don't We're not going to talk about Chewbacca Mom. Chewbacca Mom. Chewbacca, Chewbacca Mom Mama? is not worth our time. No, no. We need to move on. Okay. That's why we need to move on. So, that lawsuit is dropped. That, yes. that uh, guy, whatever his name was, I didn't forgot to write it down. Tony Jaa. Not Tony Jaa. <laughs> 
the Ansar and Ansar Anzar can go ahead with production. He can go ahead. Ansar sounds like a Star Trek race. It's the name that out there. It is. It's because it's a fake. It's a mockumentary about a yeah. battle that happened okay. in the Star Trek universe. It just sounds like, like you know, like there's Klingon and there's the Ansar. It sounds like, the you know, that there yeah. there are people. They're supposed to be the, from the planet Ansar. Yes. You know, just like Vulcans are from Vulcan. This is the extent of my Star Trek knowledge, by the way. Thank your dad for that. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Uh, moving on, let's uh, go back to Disney and Marvel, or Marvel. <laughs> No, it just sounds like Carvel, like ice cream. Like, like Henry, Henry Carvel? Yeah, that dude. Henry Cavell. Cavill. Cavill. Yeah. It's not even how you pronounce his name. <laughs> Keep tricking me. Anyways. Yes. Uh, Carvel. Delicious uh, ice cream. Marvel has made a deal with Michael Keaton to once again don right. the Birdman suit. <laughs> yes. Or a Birdman suit, rather. <laughs> so Michael Keaton will be... The, in, in Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. As the Vulture. Yeah. Yep. That makes some sense. I could see that. Yes. Michael Keaton enjoying his Michael Keaton renaissance, which is also the name of my band. Yes. Um, this is good news and bad news. One, we get the Vulture. Two. Um, is that the good news or the bad news? That's the good news. Okay. The bad news is that we've had to wait eight years because originally with Spider-Man 4, John Malkovich was supposed to be the Vulture. Alex says he he would have been a great one. Yes, we can barely that. hear you, Alex. That's fine. I'll just repeat things, I guess. <laughs> you'll you'll parrot her. That sounds dirty. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I, I don't think I should say yes to that. <laughs> anyways, anyways, uh, good for Michael Keaton. Yeah, Michael Keaton Renaissance. Yep, we're playing at the 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 Roxy next week. Check us out. Yep. Uh, <laughs> however, that is not Michael Keaton's upcoming movie. Okay. It, it, his upcoming movie is um, the Ray Kroc McDonald's document, or not documentary, but uh, biopic. Movie, bio, biopic. Don't call it that. Biopic. <laughs> biopic. A biopic. A biopic sounds like a surgery done on someone's eyes. It is actually yes. <laughs> or is that a bioptic? Bi- not sure. I think it's optic. Yes. Bioptic. But like but bi- the, okay, bio- yes. bio- the Ray Kroc biopic. Biopic. Yes. The founder. Coming out uh, this fall. Wait, that's what it's called? It's called The Founder. The Founder? Yeah. That sounds like a Scientology movie. That's what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> okay, it's not it, just me, then. It's called The Founder with the founder. Uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah, it sounds like a Scientology movie. Yeah, but it's about Ray Kroc? Yeah. Okay, sure. It's about Ray does, Kroc. Does it talk about the Big Mac? It talks about... No, it's about how Ray it's Kroc fries. franchised McDonald's out to yeah. everywhere. Trailer looks good. McDonald's movie. Is everybody gonna just call this the McDonald's movie? Just like everybody McDonald's. called it the Facebook movie. Yeah, they're called the McDonald's movie. Social Network came out. Yep, it's the McDonald's movie. <laughs> oh, you know the Facebook movie. Yep. Uh, also, Marvel casting. Yes. Um, Mark Ruffalo will be returning as the Hulk. Wow, what do you know? In Thor Ragnarok. It's almost like money works. Yeah. For like you know Robert Downey Jr. and him, who yep. were like, no, we're not gonna come back. No matter what. Oh, wave millions of dollars in my face? Yeah, sure. Sure, I'll come back. Sure, I'll yep. do it. Um, <laughs> well, that level also works for Jeff Goldblum, who will hey. also be in Thor Ragnarok. Hey, you know what? Money finds a way. Yes, but not for everyone, <laughs> because Daniel Craig... Jeff Goldblum joke. I know, 
But I'm se- I'm just, I'm segueing this. You're just moving on. I'm mo- I'm segueing this into blazing past um, my terrible jokes. I'm segueing this. <laughs> I appreciate your your joke, but I'm segueing past it because <laughs> money does not always find a way. Okay, why? Daniel Craig. Okay. As officially yes, he's out out of James Bond. He, he said, said he I wanted out. He's getting out. He he's denied a hundred. Is this when we talk about? Is this when we talk about the Twitter people who like the people on tw- who want. Uh, like, you're doing Twitter campaigns to be the next Bond. Oh, God, yes. Because I have my pick. Yes. Who's your pick? People want Jillian Anderson to be <laughs> the next Bond, and I'm so on board. That is a spoof Bond, <laughs> if anything. No, can you imagine? Can you imagine how great that's going to be? If that happens. No, I can't. <laughs> Maybe Adele can be the new Bond. Hey. And see. Hey. Hey. That's a good idea. Dude. Adele was already a Bond girl. No. Yes, that's the great I- that's a great idea. I'm on board. Okay, I'm gonna call the people tomorrow. Call Adele. You have Adele on speed dial, right? You have her number. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you homies. just go up, say hello. Just be like, or actually just face <laughs> <laughs> Or just FaceTime her and sh- and she'll be like, Amy Schumer? <laughs> <laughs> I feel really accomplished. There you go. There you <laughs> go. Anyways. So yes. So Adele in the Bond musical. Bond the musical. Bond the musical. I mean, she can sing the intro. Yep. She already has. But she can do it again. She can do it forever, as long as the rest of my life and her life, because we're about the same age. It's true. She does. She's British. She is British. Turns out. So, yeah, uh, I mean, the only thing... So, yeah, there's a bunch of people that seem... To, that people want to be Bond. Uh, from all sorts of places. All sorts of different kinds of people. Yeah. So, I mean, hey. Could literally, at this point, be anyone. Wouldn't it be funny if Daniel Chris Radcliffe... Hemsworth. Daniel Radcliffe? No. <laughs> he's too young. Chris also, he's too short. Yes, seriously. Daniel Radcliffe's a little, little. But deep. he's Thor. Chris Hemsworth. He's I also Australian. Think, I think he's too. He has too much going on right now. Yeah. Also, he's too bulky. Bond's a spy. He doesn't he have to, lose, to be buff. He had to lose sixty pounds to be in Rust. Yeah. Yeah, but he also has to maintain that bulk for the Marvel stuff. I don't think he has time right, to I do think, both. Yeah. You're right. The world can't survive a bulky <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. It's true. It's true. Yes. <laughs> Wait, what about his brother though? Liam. Liam. No one likes Liam. Also, he's too busy. He's too busy being Miley Cyrus's husband now. Well, he's gonna make money Liam's somehow, right? Not. Didn't that happen? Liam's not as intriguing. Well, he was in Hunger Games. Doesn't that count for anything? Doesn't count. I'm just saying he's. He's not the guy as... who wasn't the other guy. I'm just saying he, he wasn't Peter. <laughs> Peter. Peter. Yeah. Do you have a short list, or, or did you just, or did you not put that on the news? Oh, uh, I didn't put the short list, but okay. my short list would be, well... I mean, Idris the one Elba. They, yeah, Idris Elba. Idris obviously. Elba, please, but yes. it's never going to happen. Yes, they say he's wish. too street. Right, whatever the hell that means. Yes, you're too street, Idris Elba. That's what you call code. Is what, That's what you call it. Because there's no excuse for that. Because, <laughs> dude, he would be such a good Bond. Um, who else would be a good Bond? Hugh Grant? Ew, no. <laughs> God, no. You kidding? Colin Firth. No. <laughs> no. No. I'm going the wrong way here. You're going the wrong way. Bring back Roger Moore. Yeah. How about? <laughs> let's put it this way. Let's put it this way, Mike. If you're if you're a lead 
in a romantic comedy. You should not be James Bond. Say that to And yes, I'm, I'm talking to you, Pierce Brosnan. You never counted. See, the but cops are coming to get never, you. But tomorrow Maybe. never dies? Tomorrow never dies. Played, Die another day. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why he's the worst Bond. I felt really awkward watching this. I'm like, James Bond? Is that you? James right. Bond, are you my dad? <laughs> the secret that the, there is an answer to that, but I didn't know that moment. Anyway, speaking of Colin Bird, going on. Meryl Streep, uh, speaking of Bond, Meryl Streep oh, should be. Oh, are we be... really segueing into Meryl Streep? Oh, Meryl Streep should be, J- J- Jane, should be James Bond. Bond. Yes, Jane Bond. Jane Bond. Meryl Streep is Jane Bond. As the internet has gone on to call. This imaginary character. Yes. Um, she's too old too, though. If we're, no. if we, if I'm just only saying that, I'm only saying that because we ruled out the men who are too old, or around right. her age as well. So if we're ruling out the men around her age, we should, uh, we unfortunately also have to rule her. Out. No, so double standard. Or actually, I took the standard and simplified it into one standard. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. James Bond, the character, is in their forties, I would say, right? So Matt Damon. No. Um, no, no, I'm fucking Michael Kors. <laughs> Are you? Michael Kors should be. Ja- <laughs> no. Nicki Minaj should be James <laughs> Jane Bond. Okay, okay. that's my new answer. If it's gonna be Michael Kors, you could go to the Tim Gunn route. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Just make it a comedy. Just make yeah. it a comedy. Just have Tim Gunn. Just Dude, that'd be amazing. Tim Gunn directed by James Gunn. <laughs> directed by James Gunn. <laughs> Chris Pratt, no. Yes. Oh wait, that. Well, he's oh too. He's American God. though, but too American. He's, he's too like, American. He's, so he's like too American. But I yeah. Rob Lowe. Ooh. No. He's not. He's, I don't see him as a movie actor though. Yeah, I don't see him doing. He's it. a TV guy. Also, he's rumored to be the next um, um, uh, uh, Kelly Ripa's new. Uh, oh, new co-host? New co-host. That's uh, what I heard this morning is that the the popular rumor right now is that uh, Rob Lowe will become the permanent. Well, he's no longer on the grinder. Because, so, yeah, he has nothing else to do. Hey, what about Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning? <laughs> he throws Peyton footballs Peyton at people again. instead of shoots them? He's looking for a gig. Okay, we need to move right, on. we need to move on. <laughs> We've just dwelled yes. way too long on this. I'm sure we'll return to it, though. Adele. It's lastly, Nicki Minaj. So, lastly in movie news, um, we're gonna uh, go back to Warner Brothers. Okay. Uh, if we must. More shakeups happening. Shake it up. Shake it up. Shake it Charles Rovin is changing his roles from uh, day-to-day manager, uh, post Justice League Part One. Okay. So he's still gonna be day-to-day manager for Aquaman and um, Wonder Woman. Okay. So Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and uh, Justice League Part 1. But after that, uh, he's will no longer be day-to-day producer. Okay. He's going to be in a yet unspecified executive producer role. Ew. But most importantly, it's less hands-on. <laughs> okay, well, I yeah. guess that makes some sense. I mean... Yep. Sure. And lastly, Warner Brothers has the acquired the rights to Full Metal Alchemist, the movie. Wait, what? Yes. That sounds familiar. What is that? Full Metal Ar- Alchemist is an anime. Oh, Japanese okay. Japanese anime. That's an anime. Is that the 
Is that the one with the... Oh, wait, no. The robot mom. No, I was going to say, is that the one with the, the book? No, the, you write your note. name? That's Death, Death Note. note. <laughs> no, Alex knows all about Death Note. Is, is, what's Full Metal... What was it again? Full Metal Alchemist. What's this one about? Uh, alchemy. <laughs> You're going to need to be a little more specific. Is this one, like, is there robots or something? Yes. Okay, it's so there's steampunk. a robot. There's a lot of steampunk. Oh, ew, ew, gross, no. Yeah. Okay, I don't want this, then. But it was, like, before steampunk was, like... Yes. I don't care, still don't want it. Um, well, one of the <laughs> guys steampunk, you just, like, said two words that are just, like, instantly just, like, make me feel gross. Well, the protagonist <laughs> has a metal arm. Okay. Anyways, I bring this up because it's being directed by Fumahiko Sori, and it'll have an entire Japanese cast. Okay. Cool. Yes, because the anime... Even though they don't specifically say it, is it's entire Japanese based in cast. Japan. Okay, based in Japan. Well, no, technically it's based in like Western Europe. Yeah, ish. But all the main characters are Japanese, even though they don't look Japanese. Well, in yeah, the anime. because I've actually read um, a bit about this. The Japanese, the anime style kind of developed to look have all their characters look less Japanese. Right, because less, and more Disney-ish. the idea was is that yeah, one they were basing it off of American animation. In, uh, as an inspiration, and two, they were concerned about international markets. Correct. So it kind of did, the style evolved to make them as basic, like as basically as white as possible. <laughs> right. Even though their characters are right. clearly Japanese, like even though, Dragon Ball Z and the Sailor Moon. And over time, it's kind of negated time, itself because yes. over time, anime has gotten so culturally specific to Japanese culture that it almost blocks off any international viewers because they have no idea what's happening. Well, even Pokemon is... Ash is still technically a Japanese character. Right, but he... yeah, He is looks white as hell, though. Well, well, yeah, I mean, that's actually... That's actually the, the book that I'm basing what, what I said was a, a book about Pokemon. Okay. Uh, a real fascinating book. It's called Pikachu's Global Adventure. <laughs> it was released around 2002. It's a series of essays, basically, about the impact... Uh, educationally, uh, like societally and culturally, of Pokemon in the early 2000s. Fascinating book. If you want to borrow it, I'll totally let you borrow it. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, uh, moving on to television. Finally. Finally, stuff you want to talk about. Yeah, well, no. I mean, <laughs> no, game, when we get to games, <laughs> okay. I can talk about Uncharted. Yes, I have Uncharted for I'm excited to talk about that. Alright. So. so so, More Josh Peck. Yeah. So, uh, first off, <laughs> this weekend is Josh Memorial Peck. Weekend. Yes, it is. It is also the Indianapolis 500. Sure. I only bring this up because it is the 100th running of wow. the Indianapolis 500. I didn't know that. 100th Indianapolis 500. Yeah. Huh, cool. 500, 100 times. Are, is the IndyCar 100 years old then? I do not believe or a little older? so. I know the running of the IndyCar. Yeah, but the IndyCars themselves. Like. Right. But, you know, there's different indie cars yeah. and stock cars and mm-hmm. rally cars and Prius, Hummers, <laughs> yes, Tanks, Prius. and Smart Cars, Bobsleds, <laughs> Go-Karts, Amphibians, <laughs> Trikes, Bikes, Unicycles. <laughs> oh, shit. What up? <laughs> it's that boy. <laughs> it's that boy. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What up? All right. um, (laughs) So, if cars aren't your thing... (laughs) 
The movie cars? No. No. If fast cars aren't your thing, then slow make... cars. <laughs> slow cars. It's no. my thing. Um. <laughs> uh, let's go with uh, the sex factor. What? Yes. Is that a, like the X factor, but where people just straight up do sex on, on in front of Simon Cowell, and he has to determine how good the sex is? You're not. You're not too far <laughs> off, actually. Okay. One, there's no Simon Cowell, but two, <laughs> everything else is exactly this that. Okay. Who's so, judging sex? The sex factor. It is a ten episodes <laughs> of America's first porn reality competition. Oh my god, I was right. Hell yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so I was totally. By the way, I had no. I did not look at these notes. I had no reference for that. I was really making that up. So I'm pretty proud of myself yes. right now. So there are sixteen <laughs> competitors, eight males and eight females, and they vie. They're okay. They vie for a one million dollar prize. All right. Now here's the catch. These are not amateur porn stars. They are literally civilians who responded to an okay. open casting call. All right. Um, real quick question about that. Answer. They're requiring condoms, right? Yes. Okay. State of California. It's <laughs> yeah, California, California law requires now to wear a condom. Yes. I'm just just saying that because they are civilians, you know, and they don't do this all the time. Right. But basically what happened clarify. was these civilians respond to an open <laughs> casting call for unspecified reality competition. Oh, God. They showed up. And they, they found were told, out they, they found had to bang out what each other? They found out what the competition was. Did they get a choice was. to leave if they didn't want to be on board? Well, yeah, these are all... Pre- They're not going to, like, take you captive. Right? I mean, yes. That's a task, right? Well, no. Have sex with each other now. <laughs> do it. No, they, they Human centipede. Respond to an open casting call. They they go through the screening process like they, like any other uh, reality yeah. competition. Right. Then they do the reveal. <laughs> Except this involves ninety percent more nudity. Yes. And a hundred percent more sex. Well, ninety five percent more sex acts. Yes. Okay. So, competition wise, <laughs> is they perform sex acts. How do you get eliminated? But it's by, it's by judging. What are there's they judging on? Stars. What are the criteria? There's porn stars who judge you, who judge these comp- competitors. But what? What's? Wh- how, what's the criteria? Some people are bad at sex, Matt. I don't. Matt, Matt. <laughs> Some people. We are all bad can't at be sex. gods at sex like you. Oh. Well, okay. Okay. No, I'm just like. <laughs> Hard. Hard. No, I'm just like imagining. You can give a terrible blowjob. No, I'm just. I just feel like it's such a subjective thing, right? What? Sex? Yes. Like, I feel like it's subjective. To the point where judging it critically, assigning... You could tell if something's <laughs> erotic or not. Can you, though? I don't know. Do you the U.S. court said... The U.S. court said that you just have to know if something... Is, is it erotic is um, pornography? Yeah, it's pornography. So you know. Well, clearly they're doing <laughs> pornography. Oh, by the way, this is all shown on xhamster.com. <laughs> oh, xhamster. Yes. Okay. You know that porn site. That porn site. By the way, that's a porn site. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't know that until about three months ago where I saw them on the news for something. I forget what it was. I think it was for this. It was similar. <laughs> it had to be for this. It was something else, actually. It was like, I forget, but, but yeah, anyways, X-Hamster. Yes. Uh, the sex factor. Don't Google that. Uh, 
Unless you want to. In that case, um, you open your private browser history. Yes, incognito. Incognito. Incognito browser. Incognito xhamster.com. We're not promoting this. No, we're not. We're not promoted by them. But, but um, so speaking of uh, sex, DC is going to have a four-way. Bam. Aha! All right. So, C, uh, DC and CW uh-huh. are doing a four-way uh-huh, crossover event with Flash, Flash Arrow, uh, Arrow, Supergirl, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> Got it. Yep. <laughs> the four shows. The, yep. They're planning a four-way crossover because and Supergirl Olmec is is on top, right? Yes, old McDonald had a, had on top of this four way. Anyways. Anyways. So yeah. Uh, so this confirms what we were talking about last week, where we were talking about like whether Supergirl would be absorbed into the universe of the rest of the shows. So yes. So yes. Um, I don't know if we if I mentioned that last week or not, no. but Supergirl will be on the CW. Right. That's we did talk about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And they're going to abuse her. Don't. Put it that way. Okay. Maybe reword that. Sentence. All right. They're going to force her to a four-way. Okay. All right. Oh, Slow down. Back it up. Back it up. Reverse it. Beep. Okay. Beep. Beep. So they are going to introduce the universe of Supergirl, formerly a CBS show, into the universe of the rest of the CWDC shows. Correct. With a four-show crossover event. Correct. That is what we should be saying about this. But we're segueing from the sex factor to four ways. I know. You tried. I tried. You tried. Oh, by the way, I have to show you a picture before I, I, I do this next news. If it's you having story. the four way, I do not want to see it. No. Um, but Hi. the sex news involves ESPN. Okay. So every year, right, right after the uh, All-Star game, they have... Um, All-Star game called? for what sport? Baseball. Baseball okay. All-Star Game. Thank you. There are several All-Star yes, Games. Yes, they have the ESPY Awards. Right. Yes, they do. Yes. Well, one, uh, the ESPY Awards will be broadcast on July 13th. Okay. On ABC. <coughs> right. Not ESPN like it normally is, but on right. ABC. Okay. And they have announced um, who the host is. Who's the host? John Cena. Yep. Alright, why what, 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 Why did you take a picture of a sign that says, in Comic Sans, Super Cena, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Because Cena in, um, uh, I guess Poland or, yeah. In Poland. In Poland. Polish. Yes, in Polish. So yeah, Cena in Polish right. is uh, cost. <laughs> so this is basically a sale. Yeah, it's a super sale. Okay. Cena is sale. <laughs> I saw it. And I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> I need to take I a just picture like of their this. dedication to Comic Sans. I do actually. Yes, on their signage. Good call, guys. But yes, John Cena will be uh, hosting the SB Awards. Okay. Sure. That's I guess a good pick. Well, as long as he comes out to his intro music. Yes. <laughs> he has to, right? Like John Cena cannot enter a room without having that music playing now, right? I guess not. I mean, you don't you don't go on American Grit. Yeah, hosting. I guess. I don't know. Is anybody watching that? We're still watching that, right? Are we? Well, we I'm... don't have it saved to your. You don't. You never saved it to the favorites. We yeah, haven't. It, been, it hasn't been popping up, so maybe it's on like break or something. Mm-hmm. It's not on the list. Huh. Maybe I did save it. Maybe you didn't save it. Maybe I didn't save it. 
Anyway, um, I'm missing Steven Universe right now. Oh yeah, Steven Universe is on. Sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, so what else is on television? Also, uh, speaking of John Cena. Okay. Uh, WWE. Yes. SmackDown. Okay. Has made a deal with USA Network. Wait, didn't they already have a deal with USA Network? Yes. Okay. They had a Isn't deal. Isn't that where you watch wrestling on USA? Uh, they had a deal with Monday Night Raw. Okay. That appeared Monday night, late night. So when, where was Snack Smackdown? Smackdown. Smackdown. <laughs> be a very different show. Smackdown. Yes. Was also a once a week thing. On what? On USA. Okay. So what's the? No, deal? no, it was on Sci-Fi. Uh, what? Yes. It was on Sci-Fi. Wait. And then it got transferred to USA. Wrestling was on Sci-Fi. Yeah. I mean, somehow that makes sense, <laughs> but still. Well, you know, they need to fill programming. And they do uh, uh, dwell on uh, fictional entertainment, so yep. wrestling fits right in. Yep. <laughs> well, we're going to get more fictional entertainment. Has WWE SmackDown okay. will now be two hours on USA. Five days a week. Ugh. Wait, two hours every night? Yep. A wrestling? From eight to ten. Are they going to run out of things to do? You Does it, don't they have, like, storylines, I'm using air quotes, that they have to follow? That are already super vast and convoluted once a week. That's why they're doing five days a week to get a live audience. Um, they're doing this, this for advertising. This is a bad idea. Don't they always have a live audience? Well, well, there's a live audience in the arena. Yeah. Yes, but it's also a live audience to watch it live, not watch it recorded. So I thought that always was the case. Not anymore. Oh, you mean they're broadcasting, broadcasting this live. live. Oh, that's what you mean. Yes. Okay, so that's slightly different. I'm sorry. Broadcasting live. There you go. Because, yeah, it's like they've always shot in front of a live audience. Because yes. you always have the people, you know, waving around their John 316 posters and wearing their rainbow wigs, you know? Yeah, that's what goes on at wrestling events. I feel like, sorry, <laughs> that was the most 1994 thing I've ever said. Yes. Uh, but... <laughs> Somebody probably does that, right? Yes, and Hulk Hogan still enters the arena. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage <laughs> tells you to snap into a Slim Jim. Uh, the Rock tells you what he's cooking. Yes, and with his elbow. Yes, with, um, with the, people's the people's elbow. elbow. Okay. Yes. Um, no more wrestling. Well, they're doing this intent to draw a live audience okay. and create ad revenue and viewership for the USA Network. Sure. Uh, this will premiere, uh, supposedly, with John Cena's return to the WWE. Okay. Because he's currently uh, been nursing an injury, which is why he's been acting oh. and not wrestling right. a whole lot. Okay. Uh, quick question to you. Quick answer. <laughs> Trying to beat you. Ah, uh, <laughs> do you know anybody that watches wrestling? I believe Chris watches wrestling, doesn't he? Well, that too. Wait, wait, wait. Chris, which Chris are you specifying? Which Chris? Because I'm confused. Yes. Both Chris. Ah. Uh, one of them... Uh, the, the one that is voting for he who shall not be named does not watch wrestling. Grump? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I don't know about the other one. I don't know. Um, I'm sure someone watches... People watch wrestling. Some? Yeah. Oh, oh, my friend... Uh, <laughs> My friend who worked at a bowling alley, he loves he wrestling. loves wrestling. Yeah, he loves SmackDown. Right. Uh, okay, that answers my question. WrestleMania. Yeah. Because I was just wondering, because I feel like everybody knows at least one person. They always have that one friend who watches wrestling. Yep. 
There's a, I know it's fake, but I still watch it. Right. It's like, this is dumb, but it's a dumb that I've enjoyed since I was 10 years old. Yep. Seems to be usually the it's argument. It's like a thing me and my dad It's like a thing I've always done, so I guess I'll just keep doing it. If I'm too invested now. Right. Yep. Anyways, kind of like with me and Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I quit Pokemon, I've somehow come back to it. Because... But we'll talk about Pokemon later. Yes. I've actually have notes for Pokemon. Okay. Um... But I do have notes for Gilmore Girls. Oh, you do, do you? I do. Well, so, okay. Uh, one, have you been keeping up with Gilmore Girls? You mean the news for the new, uh, the new reboot? Well, one, there's a new reboot. Right. Two, I'm talking about Gilmore Girls that's currently on Netflix. They have uh, the entire all season. Yes, I'm on um, season two, episode twelve, I okay. believe. All right. Well, Gilmore... on my quest to complete it. Yes. Well, the new, the title was announced. Okay. Uh. Heather Graham. Heather Graham, right? Yes. Yes. She went on uh, Ellen. Lauren Graham. Lauren Graham. Heather, Heather Graham, Graham is, is somebody else. Yes. I thought that didn't sound right. <laughs> Lauren Graham. Lauren Graham. Yes. Uh, she went on the Ellen show and revealed that the title for the new Netflix series will be Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life. Seems generic. It is generic. Yeah. Uh, kind of the current The rumor before that was supposed to be Gilmore Girls, Seasons. Okay. Which well, I think is still following the same format. I like that better. But the the name is A Year in the Life. Yeah, it's boring. Okay. But however, however, it is a literary reference, so that makes sense for the characters. But anyways. Yes. However, <laughs> uh, one, Melissa McCarthy will reprise her role. Good. Because this, she yes. is no longer on uh, Mike right, and Molly. She's on Mike and Molly. That, that show got canceled. <coughs> and ended. Pardon. Um, but... Also, where my notes go, this will not be a normal <laughs> Netflix series. Okay. Instead, it'll be four 90-minute movies. Okay. That represents so each again, season. So again, this thing should have been called Seasons. That, that represents each season. <laughs> so right. 90 minutes of a winter, fall, summer, winter, summer, spring. Spring, fall. Yes. Those are out of order, but you get the idea. Yes. <laughs> so that's why the original idea idea everyone mm -hmm. thought it was just going to be called Seasons. Okay. okay, that's that's fine. I mean, I have not completed the series, so I s won't be able to just pick this thing up yep. until I do, but it sounds alright. I'm excited. Okay. Uh, and lastly, in TV, HBO has a shake-up going on. Delicious. Yep. Shaking. Michael Lombardo, programming president since 2007. He basically came in after the Sopranos and uh, Sex and the City. Huh. Both uh, left HBO and recreated its programming, including Game of Thrones, Veep, Silicon Valley, uh, Last Week's Night. Right. Uh, it's their Omar, current lineup. Their current lineup, basically. Um, True Detective, which yeah. probably won't be getting a third Apparently, season. Apparently, I heard that. Yes. So make your uh, True Detective Season 3 jokes now, because you won't be able to actually use them. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so the top stars for True Detective Season 3 who will be getting in <laughs> trouble will be <laughs> Heather Graham and Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> Heather Graham and Lauren Graham. Heather Graham and Together Lauren Graham for the first time. The Graham Crackers. All right. We need to move on. Yes. <laughs> um, he will be stepping down, but he will remain an HBO producer. In his place, Casey Bloys. You don't know that Boys. name? Because he is a newcomer. That makes sense. He's, he uh, started on HBO in 2006. Okay. 
uh, his last uh, promotion was in January. Promoted to president of series, late night, and specials. Ew. And now he's the head programming director. Okay, cool. Uh, only a short four months later. Good for him. So he's moving up the ladder. And moving the kid up looks quick. young. Yeah, seems young. Yep. Uh, he'll be named replacement to report directly to CEO Richard Plepler. Okay. It's a fun name. Yep. Plepler. <laughs> yeah, it does sound kind of dirty, doesn't it? It does. Plepler. You're Plepler. Plepler. Right. Anyway, okay. All right. And we're going to book on through here. That's Kids for TV News. And now we go to Renews. Renewals. Renewals and deaths. That's depressing. I know. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> BoJack Horseman. Okay. Season 3. Yes. We, we knew it was coming. When? We now have a release date. Okay. July 22nd. July 22nd. I told you it was a summer thing. Woo! Okay, that's cool exciting. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Demi Lovato. Hey, Demi Lovato came on stage at the Brad Paisley concert earlier this weekend. What? Why? Because they have a song together. Oh. Oh. I didn't know that. Fun fact. I know. I was like, Demi Lovato's at a country concert? Okay. Weird. I'm going to roll with it. <laughs> okay, so that's exciting. Yep. Uh, July 22nd. Yep. It's coming up. It's coming up. Sweet. Also coming up. We also have Game of Thrones. I'm about it. Oh, One, I have missed the last two episodes, so don't spoil anything. It's okay, so has she. It's been spoiled. It's been spoiled. I have not been on the internet. I've been away. Don't go on the internet. Everybody flip the fuck out the next day because people, like, people think that they're being subtle when they just post a name. And then everybody's right. like, what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> like, it's like when everyone posted Jon Snow. Yeah, I think I know. Everyone knows. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about because I think now I, I, yeah, I saw a character name and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. great. Now I know this thing. Yeah. And though I don't well, care. I've been. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I've been in Poland and uh, in Europe, so I've been on media blackout pretty much for two weeks. I'm two weeks behind right now. <laughs> I didn't have internet access. I didn't have a whole lot of internet access, so. Don't spoil it for me, but I will spoil this for you. Okay. Game of Thrones, we'll get two more seasons. Eh, I'm not surprised. But then that's it. Wait, it's done after that? Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Well, I guess they don't They don't have anything. They yes, don't have they're anything. they're currently up to There's the no current books. source material. Yeah. There's no so, books left. So HBO is giving them two more seasons to wrap everything up, and that's it. Yeah. So we are in season six right now. We get season seven. Season eight. That's it. And then that's it. 2018 will be the end of Game of Thrones. Eight seasons in a movie, right? Wait, no. That's six seasons <laughs> in a movie. That's six seasons in movies, and that's community. I know. But, but okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I guess that makes some sense. Also ending in 20, 2018 okay. will be the FX show, The Americans. Wait, why so far in the future? Because that also got two, got two seasons. Two more years, okay. They also got two more seasons, a 13-episode fifth season and a 10-episode sixth season, which will end in 2016. Are people watching that? Apparently, yeah. It's a very <laughs> good show. Okay. I'll take yep. somebody's work Also renewed, Jimmy Kimmel Live. Okay. Renewed through the fall of 2019. Oh, good for him. And now we get to deaths. I mean, cancellations. Oh. So... 
Two cancellations from CBS. <laughs> All right, that could have been called. What's CBS uh, kill? Uh, one sh- number one show that they killed that upset fans the most. Limitless. Right, saw that. This was on the bubble, and that bubble got burst. <laughs> but well. not only was Limitless canceled by CBS, it was not picked up by any other outlet. Yeah, I've so, heard that there was possibility that everybody wanted Hulu to pick it up and yep. Hulu passed. Hulu or even um, I think USA would have been a good pick for it. Yeah, I could see USA. But nope. Nope. It's not going anywhere. It is officially dead according to the executive producer. Wow. Wow. Also dead is a show that we pretty much called when we first heard it was coming. Yep. Rush Hour. <laughs> yes. The How television show, show is... based on the movie series. How that show was still around, I don't know. But it will finish out its one yep. season, and that's it. That's it. It'll get the one season, and that's it. Well, So if, you want, if you're a DVD collector of one seasons, <laughs> a show that only had one season. Dude, we should do that! <laughs> have a DVD collection of shows. We should go have a DVD collection of shows that only lasted one season. That'd be amazing. <laughs> That'd be great. So we yes, get, get your DVD Club. copy of the Playboy Club. We get... Uh, uh. Rush Hour. You get A to so, Z. There's so many shows. <laughs> Lots of NBC shows. That'd be such an expensive <laughs> hobby. It would. Wait, which one? Selfie. No, Selfie. I think had more than one season. I don't think so. Did it? Or maybe just had the one. No, I think. <laughs> um, Mr. Sunshine. <laughs> Goon. All right, keep going. Oh, go, go off. The loop. <laughs> <laughs> The slap. <laughs> the slap! The cape. <laughs> I forgot about the slap. <laughs> Can we talk about the slap? No. <laughs> the Mentioning slap. the slap is enough. <laughs> the slap. Right? Well, it's called the slap. It's, it's just such a great thing. Right. Uh, also, uh, ending, or what did end, was Nashville. It did. Yep, that ended. It's done. We talked done. about that last week, though. Yep. Maybe. The, the, even though the showrunners have said that they will have more stories they wanted to tell, they will not be able to tell. That is it. Oh, well. Nashville is done. But yeah, we talked about that last week. Yep. So. Talked about it last week. Okay. Uh, what now, else? Uh, we talk about, let's talk about the people who have passed us and no longer here. All right. If we must. First up is Burt Kwok. 85, you don't know the name, but you know the character. Okay. He played Kato Fong in all the Pink Panther movies. Oh, okay. Hmm. Next up, John Barry. Age 51. Credited as the original member of the Beastie Boys. Oh, right. And... Back when they were a, uh, a, like a punk band. Yep. And credited... And he's actually credited with coming up with their name, Beastie Boys. Oh, Fun fact. Lastly, John McLaughlin. Now, this is a this is a DreamWorks animator. Okay. You, the name I know will not sound familiar for with anyone with any of you, but his work you have seen. If you've gone to a movie theater, specifically a regal movie theater, you've seen his work because he is sole credited with the roller coaster preview. <laughs> That plays before every movie. Wait. Okay. Quick question. Answer. 
which one? Because there's been three different versions now all of versions. that roller coaster. All versions. All, all roller the coasters. Versions. Well, I salute him because yes. that roller coaster is pretty cool. It is awesome. <laughs> Even though it is the same, takes the same track. The popcorn bursts right in front of you and it's like pop, pops, and, and they go drop. down. It's so cool. No, can I add one? Am I allowed to add one? Yes. Oh, oh, drama. That's sad. Okay, uh, are we moving on to music? We're moving on to music, and we're moving on to super groups. So I have a, I have an album uh, to add to this once we're okay. done with the news. All right, so super group. Yes. Um, this was announced sometime last week, I think Thursday, that uh, Rage Against the Machine. Their website went down. Right, yes. Ordered, however, it was brought back up with a <laughs> super group. Yes. Uh, so apparently, Rage Against the Machine, Public Enemy, and Cypress Hill members <laughs> have formed one large super group. <laughs> it's like a strange, strange group of people. It is. About it. <laughs> it's very sure. strange and very bizarre. Okay. Um. Also, speaking of supergroups, um, the Tragically Hip. Okay. This is a band. Y- yes, it is. You know of this band. I know of them. Do you know of the singer? Mm, not by name. Okay. So the si- lead singer, Gord Downey, has been diagnosed with terminal brain cancer. Oh, God. Okay. That's, yeah. That's no good. Basically a death sentence. Ugh. And... He doesn't want to go out like, like a normal person. Okay. He wants to go out in a blaze of glory. So, Tragically Hip, have a, the band has announced one final tour. Okay. Which will be their last tour because as soon as the clock strikes midnight for him, they will officially break up and no longer be uh, wow. a band. Well, that sucks. Yep. The Tragically Hip. That's cool. And then we have two new albums coming out. One is Dinosaur Jr. Right, yeah. New new Dinosaur Jr. album. Jay Mash is kicking the amps over yep. at age 60-something. Yep. <laughs> Keeps going. Yep. New album, Give a Glimpse of What You're Not. Yeah. Uh, comes out on August 5th. However, they'll have a world tour. Sweet. That begins in a couple days. Yeah, it does. <laughs> June I, 2nd. I totally go see them. So June 2nd through uh, November 19th, they have a world tour of their latest album, which comes out before their album releases. Okay. Uh, also, uh, with a new album coming out, is The Strokes. Well, actually, so it's not a new album. <laughs> To whom? <laughs> it was an EP, and it was only three songs long, and it's yes. already streaming now. Yes, the EP. <laughs> it all kind of all the news kind of came out at once today. Yeah, it was like it was like, <laughs> we're, like announcing song. Song. No, it was, it was like, we're announcing a new song. It was like we're announcing a new album. Yeah, we're not. Then we're announcing an EP. Yeah. Then here's everything. And then here it is. Yeah. <laughs> it all happened the same day. <laughs> so I haven't listened to this yet, but eh. no. it's called uh, Future Present Past. 
uh, the date was originally supposed to be on the 3rd, next week, mm-hmm. June 3rd, but apparently it's streaming right now. Yeah, these things happen now. Yep, apparently you just launched streaming. Those first two Strokes albums were really good. What about the last <laughs> Stroke album? What else? Uh, that's all I have. Now you okay. have an album review. I'm going to talk about Ariana Grande. Oh, uh, Dangerous Woman. Dangerous Woman dropped yeah. this last week. Dangerous Woman came out. Yeah, that's, so, that's an album. All right. um, so how dangerous is Ariana Grande? So here's the thing. Uh, Ariana Grande is trying really, really hard to do what every uh, former Disney or Nickelodeon star always has to do at some point in their life, which is try to shed the image that they had of being on children's programming. So Ariana's arc has actually been going for a few years now. I mean, she had that hit um, uh, Bang Bang with like Nicki Minaj and Jesse J and everybody. And that was supposed to be her coming out as like, this is the artist I am now. And then her album last year, which I forget what it was called, um, tried to go further down that, down that direction. She did like collaborations with Big Sean. Nicki Minaj showed up on a different song. It's like he, she she's trying. Well, so this album is basically written from the perspective of someone who has completely made that jump. The lyrics are ninety percent about sex. She refers to herself as dangerous at least like over ten times in like five different songs, including the title track. So is this her basically? Saying, look at me, I'm not a kid anymore. This this is her uh, Britney Spears, uh, not a girl, not yet a woman moment. This is basically her trying to tell us, no, really, guys, believe me. I'm legal. You so, can bang me. The weird part about this is that half the time it works. She looks 12. That's the thing. Half the time it works. Half the time it seems like she's putting on an act. And it's a real weird line that she walks throughout this entire thing. The music, however, is actually pretty good. Uh, I mean, we all know that her range is amazing, and she can sing. Mm-hmm. There's no debate there. It's like, she is a great singer. She, like, it, yeah. And she shows it off here. I mean, little le- less than I would want. Uh, there's no, like, crazy runs like there were in last year's album, you know? It's like, she could have done more with that stuff. However, she does do a lot of... Um, a lot of collabs here. There's a song that I actually mentioned to Alex the other day about uh, that that has her collaborating with both Rihanna and Nicki Minaj in the same song. Hmm. It's like it, that seems to be the case, but uh, with most like she just tried to kind of move forward her image, and most of, most of it works. Overall, solid. It's not the best pop album of the year. It's it's okay. It's not terrible. What about her uh, latest music video? I have not. You? I have not watched her newest music video. No, but what about the song? I cannot remember what the songs are by their name. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, I guess check it out if you've, if you've liked her in the past. All right. Uh, All right. That's your album review. That's it. All right. Now let's talk about games. Yes, let's talk about video games. Let's talk about video games. Alex got a Tamagotchi. Is it dead yet? Nope. Did it run away? Wow. <laughs> wow, Mike. You're on a roll today. <laughs> I am on a roll today. It's a butter roll. Dinner roll. Good, 
I could do some dinner rolls. I don't have any rolls. We don't have any rolls. You can go buy rolls. This is how you roll? <laughs> it's true. You could not. <laughs> but games. Games. So, Mirror's Edge yeah. Catalyst. Right. That's coming out <laughs> soon. Yes, Next it week. is. That's coming out uh, June 7th. Okay. Um, not only is that coming out, but there might even be a TV show in development. Ooh, okay. So, Endemol Shine, Endemol Entertainment. Woo! <laughs> yeah, yes, we all love Endemol in here. here. <laughs> uh, Endemol Shine Studios has officially bought the rights to make a TV series based on Mirror's Edge. Cool. Because it's, it's fema- it will be a female-centered action series. Hmm. No word yet on casting, network, anything. Just that be on the lookout for a TV series. Yeah, that's a good idea. I feel like that would be an interesting show. It's a dystopian future, so yeah. with uh, runners. And a lot of parkour, female lead. So I'm thinking Blind Spot meets Ninja Warrior. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not a, not a bad synopsis. That's not a bad synopsis. Yeah. Blind Spot is uh, currently the hit on NBC. That's true. And uh, yeah, okay, I can see that cool. working. Uh, I can totally see that. I also can see it on US Sci-Fi. Yeah. USA Sci-Fi. Yeah, I could see that as on Sci-Fi. Yeah, put it in put it in Vancouver. Cheap cheap budgeting, good good layout. Yeah. I like the Vancouver city. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do do that. End them all. Do that. <laughs> do that thing. Do that thing. Put it, in, put it in Canada. <laughs> put it in Canada. Uh, parkour around the city with blind spot esque <laughs> thrown into it. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Telltale Games. Okay. Has a horror survival RPG game currently on Steam Wait. called Seven Days to Die. Wait, RPG? It seems RPG style. Yes. Telltale makes adventure games. Yes. Like choose, choose your. You know, this is first-person RPG. Okay, I think you're stretching our definition of RPG here. But yes. Okay, so Telltale is making a horror game. Telltale has made a horror. Has game. made a horror game, and it's out now on Steam. Yes, out now on Steam. Okay. Called Seven Days to Die. All right. Apparently, it's done so well; it's got 1.5 million copies already sold. I didn't even know this thing existed. Neither did I. <laughs> but I only know it exists now because it's coming to consoles. Okay, sure. Yep. Coming to PS4 and Xbox One, June 28th. Hi. End of the month. Yes, Alex, in the back. Sister location! What about sister location? There's a trailer for sister location! I know you're excited about sister location, yeah. but we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about video games. That is a video game! Yeah, but we're talking about other video games. No, we're talking about this now. <laughs> Do you know your sister's location? No, no. <laughs> Is that what it is? Because I think I can find it on my phone. <laughs> I actually do know where my sister is right now. I know where I don't have a sister. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice try. My brother. It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your sister is? <laughs> okay. Other video game news. <laughs> Other video game news. Mighty Number no. 9 has a new trailer out. Oh, this thing's still not out. Yes. God, it's taking so long. Uh, but there is. But this trailer actually has a release date. Okay. Uh, June 21st. One uh, month away. Somebody somewhere still cares about that thing. Yep. Someone is still <laughs> is waiting for their instant download on me. that. No. <laughs> nope. It's the Mega Man spin-off, rip-off. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, next. Sister next. Location. We're not talking about sister location. 
Next, we're talking about. We're talking about. We're talking about Pokemon Go. Yes, we're talking about Pokemon Go because we always talk about Pokemon. Always. Somehow we always end up with Pokemon. It's required. Because one, it's the 20th anniversary. Yeah. Two, they're coming out with news like every other week. Seriously. Which is great. And we'll talk about it again next week because there's news about more Sun and Moon stuff comes out on the second. Yep. So, but, what else? Uh, Pokemon Go this week. They're doing open field tests. Okay. Uh, in North America, Europe, and New Zealand. You can sign up on the Pokemon website. Just input your email address and they will select at randomly... People to beta test this in the field. At randomly. At randomly. I've already signed up. At randomly. With my three email addresses. Nice. Including this one. Mike at randomly. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike at randomly dot bike. Dot bike? <laughs> dot bike. It's my favorite. It's my favorite domain name right now. Dot bike. But uh, there is news about Pokemon Go. Dot bike. Uh, we know more about it now. It will be a free-to-play with in-app purchases. Right. There will be customization and team assigned. Yes. One of no three teams assigned. Way. One of three Tell teams. <laughs> and the Pokemon Go Plus, the wristband that uh, you see, yeah, will be an optional feature. Well, yeah, we already kind of figured yeah. that. Well, I wasn't going to buy a frickin' watch thing for I one was. game. I mean, I yeah. But uh, this will be on available uh, on Android and iOS devices simultaneously. Cool. All right. Well, hopefully that ends up being cool because I really hope that's cool. I like and not something that somebody uh, that a bunch of people play for two weeks and forget. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 <laughs> they're taking off for the ingress uh, model. Right. And I felt like that was something that people played for two weeks and didn't play again. Yeah, but this has Pokemon <laughs> in it. But this has Pokemon in it. So Which we'll I think if more people like travel. Yeah. Are you saying that you wish you would have had yes, Pokemon that's exactly Go for what the last two weeks? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. That's exactly what uh, you're I saying. Wish, I would love to have Pokemon Find Go. a frickin' Charmeleon in Poland. Yep. <laughs> yes, my word. Yes, I hear it. We're almost done, though. Yes. One last thing. The one last thing. No, it's not. Okay, fine. Fine. If talk you want to talk about pissed 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 Yeah, let's talk about pissed off locations. Sister, if you want to talk about sister location, come to the mic and talk about it, because I don't know enough to tell the audience about it. So you have to go up here and speak if you want to talk. Oh, we have no idea what we you're talking about. I, you know more about it is what I'm saying. So if you want it to be discussed This is the podcast, first time I've heard of Sister Location. Get up and move to here. So what is Sister Location? Yes, explain to our audience. And to me. You're obsessed about this. Um, It's the next um, Five Nights at Freddy thing. <laughs> and it's like there's never just one. And then there's creepy girls whispering in the background. And We yeah. talked about this last week. Well, they didn't have a name yet. Oh. Sister Location. So is that the official name that's Sister Location? <laughs> I don't know, that's what the trailer said. <laughs> Anyways, so as you can see, it's why I kind of didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, because we talked about this last week. Because Five Nights at Freddy's is Yeah, we not... talked about... Yes, because sure. Alex, if you listen to our podcast, you know that we talked about Five Nights at Freddy's last week and how this trailer was released. And it was creepy and anonymous and no one knew anything about it. Anyways... Anyway, it is time. It is time for Matt to get up on his pedestal <laughs> or podium. Nah, there's not. There's no political angle in Uncharted that I can go on, so I won't talk that. No. Much. However, 
However, I have a bad habit of doing that on this podcast. You can um, <laughs> praise this game as much as you want. So yeah, Uncharted 4 is really good. How good is it? So it's so good. No, um, anyway, so I already kind of talked about this briefly on a previous show. Kind of gave you the basis. Yes, it's an Uncharted game. But it's a good Uncharted game. Mm-hmm. It's probably the best Uncharted game. And here's why. So... There's a way larger focus on the story, which makes sense, since Naughty Dog is right off of uh, The Last of Us, which was acclaimed for its story, mostly known for its execution of its story. And so going off of that, it follows in that kind of new... Ugh, sorry. Ugh, I had to readjust. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so anyways, so if you're going into it expecting kind of a non-stop action kind of thing, it's not what this is. There is a lot of action. In fact, the first few chapters may actually give you kind of a different perspective on what you think this is going to be. It starts out very slow, very story-oriented. It pick, doesn't pick up until like the fourth or fifth chapter, but when it does, then you'll realize, oh, okay, so this just this has just as much maybe more action as the previous games so yeah so we basically picks up where two left off uh gameplay wise as opposed to kind of the slower more methodical pace of three gone are the like the more specific melee combat gone are the um kind of we're just gonna put you in a location and you're gonna wander around moments all that is ditched in favor of kind of more of the two design where every set piece has a reason for existing, and every set piece is inevitably going to fall apart as you climb it. <laughs> Game does a lot of that. So if you're one of the people who didn't like, you know, the predictability and the linear nature of a lot of the Uncharted stuff, this is going to be more of that. You're not going to maybe be on board as much as you would. Otherwise, also, if you're not willing to watch some fairly long cutscenes, you might not enjoy it. But if you're like me and you really enjoy that part of Uncharted and that you want to know more about these characters, this is the best Uncharted game at that. There's a lot. They go in depth on a lot of the characters that are like are that are existing in the franchise, that, uh, including the ones that are new to the franchise, like Drake's brother Sam. Uh, very well done uh, characterization of him. Uh, he's probably one of the best parts of the game. The dynamic between him and Nathan is really well done. Um, and it ends very well. I was very concerned that with a name like A Thief's End as your subtitle, that you have to nail the ending because this is going to be the last Uncharted game. You know, there's a no, lot of things this written the last on it. This is game. the last Uncharted game, according to Naughty Dog. There is, not giving away any spoilers, the ending does lend itself to a possible spin off series that may not feature Nathan Drake. Well, there are other characters in fact, within that series. Yes, there are a couple ways, actually. The ending leaves a couple different uh, tangents that they could follow if they so choose to continue the franchise. But as it stands right now, this is it. This is done. So, uh, which and, and I will say that even though those tangents are things that they could go down, there's no need to because the story that it tells is completely wrapped up. No loose ends. It does a really good job of wrapping up the tr- like all of the Uncharted games and its own story very, very tightly. Uh, I was really impressed with the way they ended it. 
it's in both a gameplay sense there is a final boss battle in this game which i did not expect because typically well in three they avoided the boss encounter completely because of how many people complained about one and two's boss fights at the end right they do a boss battle here but it's executed so well it doesn't feel like a boss battle it feels really cinematic it feels really important feels really weighty what you're doing and overall like gameplay and story wise i think it's a great denouement to the franchise so yeah i enjoyed it uh if you have a ps4 it's a no-brainer pick that thing up i have not dove into the multiplayer though because i don't have a playstation plus account right now but um when i inevitably renew that thing i will try some multiplayer but right now all i needed was the campaign it was more than good enough mike i want you to play it because i i, I want you to experience it I'm waiting to play this. Yeah. I've one. I've been yes. in Europe. You should start uh, this two, thing. You well, the part that I saw you play yeah. looked great, and that's my, not even the best part. Apparently, that's not even the best part. <laughs> of my uh, friend at work, yeah, showed me the screenshots that he grabbed, <laughs> yeah. while playing. Uh-huh. And Bless you. holy hell, that oh, yeah. lighting and oh, everything God. in it, detail-wise, yes. is freaking amazing when i said last week that this is the best looking game or two weeks ago when i said this is the best looking game i've ever seen i am not exaggerating yeah it just gets better as it goes on you'll think like early on like like oh this chapter this is the most beautiful thing like i don't know how it could get any better it gets better like every time you say you think it gets better like it can't get better it does and it's long enough where those moments keep happening (laughs) Yeah, apparently the uh, well, one of the guys at Microsoft played the game, played a Uncharted Four, and was quoted saying, "I don't know how they did it. I didn't think it was possible." <laughs> that makes sense because I don't know either. Uh, they, they're working some sort of voodoo magic over there. Yeah, apparently but then again, broke, they always have. Yeah, apparently they broke all the rules you're not supposed to break, and oh, yeah. it works like magnificently. Even when, even in moments where there's such obvious texture pop up. Like, you can see sometimes textures pop in. Even that, it still looks good before they pop in. It's like, you wouldn't even notice unless they had, like, slowly faded those textures in. But even then, I was still like, this is still amazing. Like, yes, if we had a slightly more powerful PS4, that wouldn't happen. But we don't need a slightly more power- powerful PS4 if this is how good games can look right now in 2016. But we can get a slightly more powerful <laughs> PS4 coming up yeah well actually so the most recent rumor about that i guess this is a good segue to kind of uh, little smatterings of video game news i overheard this week um so we uh we know a little more details about what sony is probably going to show at e3 seems like odds are right now that they will not be showing this new ps4 at e3 and they'll be saving it for tokyo later in the year game show yeah the theory is is that this is because they want that they're that, that they it makes more sense for them to push uh, VR. They're gonna push VR. The Mor- Morpheus. Yes, PlayStation VR, which is what it's currently called. Right. That's the theory, and the, that is because one, VR is not catching on in the numbers that anybody expected. Oculus is disappointed. HTC is disappointed with how it's doing so far. Yes. So basically, all eyes are on Sony, because if they can push a VR system that works with a console that's already in millions of people's homes then VR works. Because as it stands right now, it's a super expensive thing that only early adopters have. It's not getting penetration. Yeah. So, yes. So if But if Sony can pull it off, 
yeah, and get yeah. people talking about VR, there's a potential for it as a format. So basically, every, all I like I said, all eyes are on Sony. Of course. The only thing. The thing is, is that if the, that the reason why they can't do both at E3 is because if they spend the bulk of their press conference talking about how great VR is, now you can own it immediately with the PS4 you already have. And then at the end, sweep that rug out from every uh, out from under everybody by saying, "Oh yeah, but it works better with this other thing that's going to be four hundred dollars more." Everyone's going to say, "Everyone's going to be like, what the hell?" Four hundred dollars yeah. plus the VR. It's like that's a thousand dollar at least investment. What are you talking about, Sony? So they can't do that. Right. They have to choose, and I think they're going to choose VR because it makes most sense. It's a thing that's ready to launch right now, and it's something that they don't have to explain. But. It's gonna. That's what I'm assuming. You're assuming they go games and VR and yeah. VR compatible yeah. games. Then they'll save the the, the thing. So before it's like when it they, when they it's like when they launched Move. Yeah. The, how the entire press conference was basically how it was basically about like, Move games and push this look thing, how great yeah. this Move technology is. Yeah. They tend to they tend to focus on one thing, one new thing. Yeah. Well, last year was all about games. Right. Games exactly. coming out this year because it was kind of that middle year between big announcements. Right. Microsoft, however, uh, it seems like they're going to be quicker. The, the The rumor now is that they're going to be quicker on the iteration for Xbox One than Sony is for the PlayStation. Apparently, some documents leaked, according to a report that Kotaku got this week, that there's going to be not one, but three new iterations uh, of the Xbox brand by the end of the year. Is it like a cheaper, a moderate, and an expensive? Yes, yes and no. There's going to be a mini version of the Xbox One, which will have small, will be a smaller form, like form factor, which will also have price drop associated with it. There'll be a super powered Xbox One, which we've already heard about, but there also will be media box Xbox branded things that they're going to launch, including a Chromecast equivalent and a Apple TV equivalent hmm. that will both be Xbox branded. This seems like the strategy they did with the 360, where they launched yeah. the arcade, the elite, and the standard. Except this makes more sense, because what they're basically effectively doing is saying, for all you people who own an Xbox and know the Xbox brand for the media center approach, here's an Xbox for you that's just that. Where you don't have to pay for the yeah. games, it's you're all the You're not paying for live, you're not paying for the games, you're just paying for access to like Netflix, Hulu... You know, the snap features, the, of the TV stuff. stuff. I bet they bring in the the cable box integration. Yeah, from the Xbox One into that thing as well. Have that run as a as a front to through your cable box as well. Have everything there. It's kind of genius when you think about it. Yeah. Then the Xbox One Mini is for the people who are like late adopters who want to play the Xbox uh, Xbox One yeah. games, but don't want don't care about the new stuff. And then of course the big, you know. The big gaming, I need everything all in one. Yeah, Xbox One is for the people who actually still care about you know staying up to date with the games. Yeah, so yeah, that's uh, that's the rumor. We'll see how that pans out. I bet they do talk about that at, at their press conference because Microsoft's got nothing to lose right now. They need if they're going they, to they need something talk big. a big game about this, you know, this PC and Xbox uniting thing. Yes. they really need to dedicate to it. So. Yep. And then that just leaves Nintendo, yep. who will announce the just NX. Zelda. No, NX is not at E3. Later. Yes. At a later date. Just Zelda. Uh, that will also be later. Yeah. Just that, that's still rumor E3 in, though uh, is just Zelda. Zelda. All they're do yep. all they're doing is Zelda. It's going to be a like a twelve hour 
stream where they're just going to have Zelda the Zelda demo over and over again. <laughs> so yeah, we'll see how that ends up. But that's it then. Uh, so when Mike comes back to the mic, yep. and, uh, we can wrap this up. Donald Trump officially has his own like, bird type thing. Like, you know, Bernie has a bird. Don't care. Donald Trump has a flying bird. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, on that note. On that note, I guess we should wrap this up. Don't get a fly up. in your hair. Listen to the Media Boat podcast when we come back next week. Uh, so yeah. If no, we'll come back next week. We're gonna have a whole slew yeah, we'll of June. Talk about more stuff. Slew yeah. June. Yeah, we had June. June on. We had a uh, Netflix, oh. Netflix arrivals from June. We're gonna go over summer box office, and hopefully we'll get yeah. more uh, movies earning the hundred billion dollar yep. club. When's Pop Star come out? June third. June third. Yep. I want to see that. That's next oh, week. It's funny. All right. That's so in the meantime, so if you want to follow us on Facebook. Just search on Facebook, Media Boat Podcast. You'll find our page. Please like, leave us comments, etc. We post. I'm back, so I'm posting daily yep. uh, news articles. Post hate comments, you know. Don't do those that. Are the best type. Don't do those that. are the best type, you know. Best only, we only want good posse. Keep it posse. I'm joking. <laughs> Twitter. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Media Boat Cast. Uh, we have individual Twitters, but there's not important right now. You can also uh, find us on iTunes. Please subscribe leave to us catch reviews. our episodes every week. And leave us reviews. We still don't have any reviews. Please leave us some. All right. And so thanks for listening. And we'll be back next week, next week. with more stuff to talk about. Talk about. <laughs> I'll try to make a boat pun, but it's just No, there's nothing, there's nothing that comes easily. No. Nothing. I, was, I was trying to say yeah, buoy, but <laughs> I'm being pulled by the riptide right now. All right, bye. bye. <laughs>